this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Three, two, wake up time zone high. Nicole's got school spirit. I made a model of Centennial last night. I've got the entire thing planned out, every detail. I'm a freak, aren't I? Chase has got an attitude. To make an impact, you have to go to extremes. Suspension. Come on. They're next door neighbors and worlds apart. Can you just drop me off here? You heard the man. But she got dissed. Who is he taking to our school, Centennial? The cheerleader from Apex. If I start crying, promise you'll slap me. Chase, this is Joshua. How you doing? We're breaking up, aren't we? And he got dumped. Now they've got something in common. Nicole? Take me to Centennial, Chase. We can save each other. You're drunk. I'm desperate. What's in it for me? If you have to ask, you're not as smart as you think you are. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. We need to clean you up. Oh, look, it's Kendall. The boy cleans up nicely. Pretty shocking, huh? It's not you. Who knows who I am? And the only way they can get it together... It's okay to look like I'm going to the dance with a friend. It's not okay to look like I paid a guy to take I could be getting paid. He's by acting like nothing can keep them apart. What are you trying to pull? I'm pulling off the biggest scam of all time. I've entered into their world. Oh, did you leave breadcrumbs? He's just this good friend we never knew you had. Right. Oh, hey, Dulcie. Who knows? Maybe more. Get a room. This fall. I'm doing a student pull for the yearbook. Shoot. 20th Century Fox presents... What's your idea of the perfect date? She's not afraid to dance. She doesn't decide before a date whether she's going to kiss you or not. And she can be ready in 10 minutes. Wow. Who are you? Melissa Joan Hart, Adrian Grenier, in a story about going your own way. You're taking it way above and beyond. Above and beyond what? And going to extremes. Scam all right, but who's scamming who? To find what you're looking for. Who are we making jealous? Everyone. After school, hun. I'm gonna give you a damn third if you do this. <laughs> Welcome to Re 
Recap and Gown, the podcast where four old millennials talk about the high school and college movies from back in the day when we were high school and college students to find out what made the grade and what should have been held back. Representing the class of 03, I am your co-host Crooks. Joining me this week and every week, he sings like an angel and drinks like a fish. The class of 04's own, Big Hearn, David Oscar Hernandez. What up, Dave? Not much, man. had a bummer of a day yesterday. I was playing golf. I was about to have the best nine hole score of my life and then oh no you know tornado warnings and all that oh, weather no. junk i thought it was gonna be so, like my club broke but like god no. oh no 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 that would have been fine like I'm, I'm at 17 i i got I, I had a chance to shoot under 40 for nine which is crazy good i would have been really happy and then you know those stupid sirens and then it was really warm then got really cold which is always a terrible sign so we had Bad to go time. back yeah, and then for whatever reason, decided to stop at an Arby's because <laughs> I was hungry. In and the middle of a tornado. It, it was a torrential downpour too, so I'm like, I'm gonna get off the road for a couple of minutes and sit down with my roast beef sandwich. And little do I see from the lighting fixture a spider. Oh my just god! Came dancing on down and landed <laughs> right on my sandwich, and I reacted poorly. Yeah. I can only imagine. I, I've always been a big fan of uh, Burger King as my tornado food of choice. Should have done it. Extreme Should've weather. Go to BK less spiders. Rolls. Less yeah. spiders. Yeah. Yeah, le- well, I mean, in my experience, none spiders. So there's yeah. that. I um, did not eat it. I threw it away. I was done with that place. Well, that's Arby's for you. Uh, also joining us in the class of 03, she is one half of our very own Texas two-step, the one and only big sis, Megan Mills. What up, Megan? So first of all, um, I'm a huge <laughs> Arby's fan. So oh, do no. not, yes, do uh, not even start. It's it's it just a bad day for Arby's. Yes, and, I was going to destroy beef. that beef. I was going to destroy that roast beef, but uh, Spider destroyed it first. It's a bottom mm-hmm. two fast food place nationally. Mm. Nope, it's my number one Yikes. at all times place to go. Um, but anyway, yeah, I did not have Arby's today, nor did uh-huh. I have a Spider. So, I mean, you know, all things considered, coming out ahead of Dave. It's a good day. <laughs> it's, 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 it's a great day. <laughs> uh, rounding up the two-step, this podcast chief event planning and trivia correspondent from the class of 01, Dana Griffin. What up, Dana? Not much. Um, when you mentioned Burger King, I made a face because I had the worst Burger King experience of my entire life. Oh, Love their chicken sandwich, but on the way yeah. back from our drive uh, to the East Coast, we stopped in Arkansas, and it took an hour oh my God. to get a chicken sandwich meal and a burger. An hour, oh, I swear to God. Oh, that's too long. Yeah. We, I mean... Why didn't you just leave? <laughs> it was... We had been driving for 17 hours. My brain had stopped working, I and that. I was like, I need this chicken sandwich, and we realized... Um, next morning so i was like we gotta get this before we get to the hotel and then we realized the next morning there was a burger king literally next door to our hotel so. basically attached to your yeah. yeah basically i you know we it was in my in room and i didn't <laughs> you're sleeping on the uh, benches yeah. dave and i we used to live in chicago um i think it was our first place there lived by the world's slowest taco bell that we used to call it taco hell because it oh. took three hours for your food to come out yeah, it's not a great. There was a Taco Bell next door that was faster, but yeah. it was still like thirty minutes there. This was I would down. never choose Taco Bell over BK. But but that didn't stop us from going back often. <laughs> we went a lot. We went and a lot. All, 
Never once did they get the order correct. No, something was always wrong. I'll tell you what. Um, we've mentioned our friend Hans from high school and college a couple of times. Um, in Illinois, when he went to University of Illinois, his apartment was next door to Burger King, which was great for me because I'd always go there when I first, you know, showed up in town. And after the third time, I'm like, I'm never going there again because it was incredibly slow. They didn't have a cash register. They had um, a calculator and a cash box. <laughs> so it's like, you're going to take three hours for the food to come out. Like, it's not going to be right. My order was wrong every time. It was very disappointing. Never seen a cash box at a fast food restaurant. What year did you say your class like, was? Because 1972? <laughs> yeah. Is this the first Burger King? Like, I, yeah. I, I can't explain it. The first time when I'm like, okay, maybe they had like an equipment problem. You know, maybe something happened to the register. Then I came back a month later and I'm like, maybe the register's on back order and they're having a hard time getting one. And the third time, I'm like, this is how you guys just operate. It's been four months. This is how you guys always are. Special orders don't upset us, oh except God. for when I mean, they do. It would have upset the fuck out of them if I had a special order. <laughs> for sure. Um, Dana, get us back on track here. What movie are we talking <laughs> about? Where can we see it? And what is it about? We are talking about Drive Me Crazy from 1999, um, which I feel like I just want to sing the Britney song. It just doesn't feel right to say Drive Me Crazy. But anyway. Yeah, um, accurate. Drive Me Crazy. It's that like first it just note. Crazy. crazy. <laughs> It's aggressive. It is. Aggressive. That beat is a lot. It's an aggressive baseline there. Yeah, it's good. Um, okay, it is this movie. You should always know if a movie's rentable, it's probably for a reason. Like they, no streaming service feels like they need to have it just available. Accurate. Um, at all times, anywhere, on every. Mm-hmm. You gotta pay. Yeah. So yeah, just rent it. I paid four dollars. It is what it is. Um, I know. Got to have that HD, even though it was Got filmed to. with like a home video camera, it looked yeah. like. Um, anywho, the synopsis of the film via Rotten Tomatoes uh, is Nicole and Chris live next door to each other, but are worlds apart. However, they plot a scheme to date each other in order to attract the interest and jealousy of their respective romantic prey. But Why? In- <laughs> In the midst, <laughs> hey, let me. In the midst of planning a gala centennial celebration, Nicole and Chase find that the one they always wanted was closer than they ever thought. Every single rom com that was made in the nineties. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it is that. I mean, it's paint by numbers at this point. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I will also say uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, it said in the midst oh. of planning. So I had to make it in the midst, mist. not in the midst. Maybe there all. was a mist. <laughs> that you know like that's why the quality was so low. There was just like a mist machine. Yeah. Some, some mist wouldn't have hurt things. Um, yeah. Big sis, if you could give us a rundown of who was in this movie. Um, well, I'm excited actually about talking about this cast because. Um, there's some good people in it. There's a couple, and, and there's one unfortunate one. I just mm. got, I, yeah, I just got into it a deep, um, a deep IMDb hole. So sorry. Um, coming back out. Uh, so Adrian Grenier, which who I love, um, Grenier plays. Grenier. Yeah. Oh, do you speak oh, French? Yeah. Yeah. I do. <laughs> I mean, speak is a strong word. Um, but he plays Chase, Melissa Joan Hart, who I I don't love. I'm sorry. Um, oh my God! Sabrina the Teenage Witch plays Nicole. Mm-hmm. Uh, Allie Larder haven't seen her in a, in a few rounds. Uh, plays True. Dolce. 
Dulce. Dulce. Not even Dulce. 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 Dulce Gabbard. Dulce. Shouldn't be a name. No. Um, Susan May Pratt, who I did not realize she played in this and 10 Things I Hate About You before she played in Center State. Oh, she's in 10 Things I Hate About You, too? Who is she? Yeah. Shakespeare I, girl. Oh, God. Sorry, Shakespeare. Yeah. Mm, that, I'm, I'm putting, I did I'm not putting know the that. Dots together of the early yeah. 90s, um, 2000s. Yeah. Wow. Okay. She plays Alicia. Um, Stephen Collins from Seventh Heaven. You are uh, yikes. Um, <laughs> Gross. Play the problematic Cyrus. <laughs> I'm sorry. Plays Mr. Maris. Um, Mark Weber plays Dave. Uh, Gabriel Carpenter plays Brad Selden. Chris Park plays Ray Neely. Carrie Lynn Pratt. Um, interesting. That was that was where I was IMDb deep diving there. Um, <laughs> Is Divine. Yeah, that's sure. a name. Yeah. That's a name. Yep. That's a name. Yeah. Formerly Bovine. Vine with the capital. Bove. I'll see. I'm gonna talk about the don't okay. <laughs> just she's Divine. We'll D-vine. talk about her name later. Okay. Um Faye Grant plays Mrs. Maris. Um anyone else we want to call out? I'm just scrolling through. Let's see William know. Converse Roberts, heir to the Converse fortune. Um <laughs> plays Mr. Hammond. Really? Yeah. No, no. I'm just stupid. That's oh, a family uh, company. Heir to the Converse fortune. It's, know. It's not I know David Kors tangentially. Heir to the Kors family. And I went to high school with Stephen J. Waffle House, so I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you went to high school with him. We all did. It. We don't yeah, know Waffle yeah. Houses. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, a pretty a pretty stellar n- 90s cast in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. There's, some, there's some good names in there. Um, let's quick go around here and give some memories of the first time we saw this. If we have any from before the pod, Dana, get us started. I don't know if I, let's say I like have memories. It's not like a lot of some of these other teen <laughs> films where I have like ticket stubs and remember. I think it was just like on one day and I was like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Britney song, uh, you know, Clarissa, Sabrina yeah. is in this. Love Clarissa. It might have been around the time. No, it was probably definitely before Entourage. So I don't, I don't want to be like, Vinny Chase was in this. but um, Before Entourage, but after she was yearbook girl and can't hardly wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just, I think I think I watched it at some point, but I cannot, it wasn't like groundbreaking or earth shattering for me. But yeah, I saw it. That saw checks it. out. Um, Big Sis, what do you got? Yeah, like I swear I've watched it. Um, like back in the day. <laughs> I mean- it seems like a movie I would watch with some stars I would watch. Seems like it. Um, but yeah, I don't like don't have any memories. Very similar to Dana. Okay. All right. Dave, how about you? Saw it yesterday. I don't know how this one got <laughs> past me. Uh, I remember the song and I'm sure I saw uh, trailers or something mm-hmm. either during other movies or on TV, but uh, shucks. Can't believe it in see it sooner yeah yeah i mean you dodged that bullet um Mm -hmm. i had never seen this before the pod either uh watched it i think two days ago um melissa joan hart was probably my earliest celebrity crush it's really either her or myra butros butros monkhouse from family matters they're they're running neck and neck for me and you know i think clarissa was an early crush for me but even then was like i i think it came out at a time when i was like 
you know, chick flicks, ew. Like I wasn't, you know, at 14 years old, I'm not going to see this kind of movie in the theater and my friends are going to get together to watch it at a sleepover or anything. Um, but yeah, unlike some of the others we've done on the pod, this one hasn't become like a cult classic or had like the staying power to just kind of routinely pop up for me to run into it at any point in time. So it's a real relic of a time. <laughs> like this is this is a time capsule movie. Um, yeah. Dana, did this make the grade for you? Should they have held it back? Um, oh boy, boy, oh boy, it's my pick. So I feel harsh. Your being, pick. Uh, rough on a, a movie that I picked. You did this. Um, it's not like outside Providence level, no. But um, you know, it was fine. I think there are areas for improvement, but um, they made a movie, so mm-hmm. that was the assignment: make a movie. They did it. They passed. Okay. All right. Uh, Dave, make the grade for you, or should they hold it back? Ugh, uh, no. Um, <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, it's a lot of the scenes just kind of came out of nowhere. I'm like, I. I, I, I I kept saying, I don't care. I don't care about that. Yeah. And, and, and there's a lot of issues that arise that are very serious that they just kind of gloss over. We'll um, get into it, Dave. We'll, we'll talk about it. it. Oh, no, I, I'm not going to go into any detail about it. Um, and there's a lot of, yeah, just the acting was not great. It's, it's, <laughs> it, it just, I'm, I'm glad it was a reason. It, it, it was a movie in that it, it, it was over an hour 20. But just other than that, God. there's just there's just not a lot going on here. Yeah, yeah. Um, big sis, what do you say? Wait, so Dave, your verdict is it's not even a movie? <laughs> it, no, it's, I said it's, it's a movie. Technically a movie. Technically a movie be- because it meets the requirements based on its length. <laughs> that it's a movie. Okay. Based on its length is the only thing that makes it a movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, you know what? Um, I just, again, I, I know I mentioned this in the, in the cast readout, Melissa Joan Hart, just the way that she like speaks and acts is very <laughs> off-putting to me. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Very off-putting. Uh, very off-putting. And so it's very distracting when I watch anything with her in it. Um, she was a great yearbook girl because that's mm-hmm. about as much as you actually need her in a movie um, to speak, act, etc. you know. So you shit on her like I shit on Drake. I'm appreciating this. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what's worse, me shitting on her or Julia Stiles, but the listeners yeah. can decide. She has like a very specific thing that she does, and I don't know if we need to be with it for an hour, over an sure. hour. Listen, I, I am not an actor, so this is going to sound mean and probably vindictive. She's a TV actress. She's not a film actress. Yeah. Like She belongs on the small screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. For 22 minutes, and then I can move on. Yeah, with not, other people to like take some not for an hour 31. Yeah. yeah, no. Ferguson was walking around. Hilda and Zelda were doing shit. Like there were yeah. other people hey, on Sam. the show. <laughs> yeah, Sam was sneaking hey, through hey, the window. Good like, to that see was you. All right. <laughs> I'm climbing through your window. This ain't weird at all. Yeah, teenage boy <laughs> climbing through the window daily. Um, oh boy. <laughs> for me, yeah, they should have held this back. Like, I mean, it's not horrible. Like Dana said, it's not outside Providence, but like, it just felt super flat to me. <laughs> like, it almost, and you know, again, to dovetail on what I just said, it almost felt like a made-for-TV movie. Like, nothing, nothing of this movie felt like it was for the theater. 
Um, like Dave said, didn't care about the characters, didn't understand a lot of the motivations for why they did what they did. There weren't really any moments I laughed at. Like, I, I don't think I sincerely laughed one time. Um, I have, I'm going to ask about all of that. Yeah, I had there, like... There, there might have been... I smiled once for sure. Um, but, you know... Yeah, this, this movie has a lot of Dana's questions in the recap. So. Well, we, I, I can go on for hours, but yeah, at least it was only 90 minutes. Um, yeah, not good, but uh, I'm not sad that I hadn't seen it before. Um, and like, like Megan and Dana were saying earlier, when they didn't remember if they'd seen it or not, the movie's fucking forgettable. Like, it is a nothing of a movie. So yeah, yep. hold it back, figure out what you're doing and try it again. Um, do we have any fun facts here before we get into the recap in the segments? I have a bunch, but I will let you guys, if anybody has anything. Um, I'm going to save for the end because it's, it's wordy as I typically am. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it, it was filmed in Utah. That's pretty neat. Mm-hmm. All right. That's a thing. Mm-hmm. You don't hear that all that often, unless, unless it's like episodes of Big Love. Like, oh my god, let's let's seek out Utah. I'm That's not even sure perfect. they filmed Big Love there. Yeah. You know what? California. I, I, I'm gonna have to go look it up. I have to go look that up. You're right. I, you know, it's, I, it's I a pretty state. It, it's I very nice. It was nice. No, oh, please, Megan, proceed. Yeah, I think it might be one of yours, though. Oh, go ahead. It's fine. I can make cross reference. Oh yeah, it is. Um, yeah, so Chase was originally going to be played by Elijah Wood. I would not like that. Really? Uh, it's a different movie. Yeah. It's right? a very it's a different, different movie. And Wasn't he like 14 at this point? <laughs> that's the point. Yeah. Was he? I mean, he wasn't, but that's what they said he looked. He, he like. looked Ugh. very young forever. The problem with him is like, you're not going to like give him a makeover, make him like a super hot guy. Like he's not. He's not an uggo, but I don't think he was ever like a, a heartthrob. That that was yeah. never going to work out for him. No. Vinny no, Chase, no. okay, that makes sense. I see how you know women think he's good looking, but uh, Elijah Wood with those big old wet Stevie shimmy eyes—that's not going to work out at all. <laughs> I was trying to figure out how old Melissa Joan Hart was in this because I feel like she was like twenty-five at all Probably. times playing a teenager. No, I think she was like—I think she was born in like seventy-six. So a lot of the people yeah. were born in like late seventies. Because she was legit, right. like she was the right age playing Clarissa. She was like thirteen or fourteen playing that role in like ninety two, ninety three. Um, so probably she was like maybe twenty ish. Yeah. Am I? Am I twenty? Like early twenties at that? Yeah, and yeah. Elijah Wood. Yeah, he's just like forever. A He's young a looking gentleman. He's a young very, man. Very, very useful man. Yeah. I also think he dodged a bullet because from here he's like, can't remember what he did next, but like a couple years after this, it's Lord of the Rings. So like yeah. he might not have been open for that. Well, he had, he had Spider Man too. Was that was Spider Man before Lord of the Rings or was that after? He was in yeah. Spider Man? Wasn't he the first Spiderman? Oh no, I'm thinking of. <laughs> I don't think he was in Spider-Man. Who am I thinking of? Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire. So, so yeah. he was not in Spider Man. Yeah. No, he was not. He was no. not part of the. But he also has big movie. old wet sea bushimmy eyes. Um, yeah. Wait, he was in. He was in a series though before. Yeah, I know right. North because North yeah. was all the time when I was a kid. Yeah, you'll North, grow more than a chest or Mary Betsy Lou. The Good no, Son, which we have no. to find a way to get of getting that. The Good Son, kind of that that probably works because they were in middle school, I think. <laughs> Macaulay, Ooh, so evil in that. Yeah, anyway, evil cooking, yeah. Um, all right, I've got, I've got a, a couple of, a couple of facts here. One, well, we, we touched on, we all got grossed out by this guy. 
Stephen Collins plays Nicole's dad. He was the dad on Seventh Heaven from 96 to 07, which if you don't remember, it's like a super sappy, semi-religious, like happy family sitcom. They're all learning lessons every episode. Jessica Biel was in it. Uh, In 2014, he was caught on tape by the NYPD admitting to past sexual abuse of a minor under the age of 14. He then later admitted committing what he called sexual misconduct against three minors in 1973, 1982, and 1994. Three separate decades. Look, man, if you're admitting three times over three decades, multiply that shit by 10, you're Bill Cosby. Three times with a 10-year gap between. He admitted to three. That means. He was doing the hell out of that. When I I saw. when I saw him in the movie, my notes just say, oh, my God, Nicole, run for your life. When he said, let's get in this hot air balloon, I'm like, don't you fucking do it, Melissa Joan Hart. It's not safe at all. So, okay. yeah. He plays that's... her dad, and she was an adult, so she was safe. Uh, not, not as I type. guess he's out of the range. <laughs> Sorry. Um, my other fact is that the electrocutes are the Donnas. Um, yeah, they sure. Yeah, when they, so when they first showed the electrocutes video, I was like, well, that's Donna A. I recognize her, the lead singer. Turns out the Electrocutes were the real name of the Donnas originally. Um, yeah. When they were in high school, they started performing as Electrocutes. They would um, they put out like joke tracks as the Donnas with their stage names for songs that didn't really fit the rest of their sound. Um, when this movie came out, the Donnas really didn't exist yet. They were still the Electrocutes. And then um, they recorded an album as the Donnas in 99. They got some radio play and they switched names at that point. So this is the second movie we've done with the Donnas in it. But uh, they kind of didn't exist yet at the time, which is a wild thought. Both of them in '99, yeah, yeah. They, they were just in movies, just yeah, right. Came on over. They're telling another one, or is it just those two? Jo- is the, it Jawbreaker uh, in this. That's what I know two. of. There could be others, but those. And, the, and they were on SNL with Ray Liotta in 2003. There if you guys go. are interested in Ray Liotta. I'm. I'm never. I think. I think they might have also done the theme music to Popular. I think. I was going to say, so. there's a lot of... Let me let me do a little digging. I'll yeah. get back to it. Okay, we'll they're they're pretty great. Um, um, all right, should we... Hold on. Just, recap? Wait, just, just one more fact. Take it. Well, maybe two. Mm-hmm. Maybe one more. Um, so it was originally called Next to You. It's based on a book about like... I forget, I forget what the actual book title is called, but it's based on a book. It's like How I Made My Perfect Prom Date or something. Oh, like How that. I Created My Perfect yeah. Prom Date was the book. It was originally going to be called Next to You because they're next door neighbors and then (laughs) (laughs) once they got britney spears drive me crazy on the soundtrack they're like oh that's what we should call the movie mjh um melissa joan hart wasn't a fan she's like how this teeny bopper that no one's ever heard of we're gonna name the movie after that yeah all right girl let me tell you who's being driven crazy sorry (laughs) no one nobody let's let's talk about it but the song it definitely has more staying power. So that was an interesting one. And then this other little tidbit that was just a surprise to me yeah. is that the guy who like wrote the screenplay, aka adapted the book, is Rob Thomas, creator of oh, Veronica yes. Mars and Party Down. Give me your heart, make it real. That's what I was gonna say. Santana featuring <laughs> Rob Thomas. <laughs> Same guy, right? I fucking <laughs> love Party Down, man. I love Party Down. Austin? You, it sounds like he'd be there. The guy, like that, that Rob Thomas, the art, like the musician, not um, the, the TV writer. <laughs> the other not Rob the Thomas. It's yeah, so, I don't know if I can recognize it. Yeah, no. It's so weird. You hear him talk like it's it's so normal, and then he's like, "Man, that's so hot." <laughs> <laughs> he's he's got a voice. 
from a midnight song. He's singing in character. It's like if you ever see uh, Larry the Cable Guy do an interview as his regular self. That motherfucker's from Nebraska. Like, he doesn't have an accent. It's, it's all an accent. Oh, you didn't have to bring that. your truck with yeah. you, did you? Which digit? We don't need to get into Larry the Cable Guy. Let's, okay. let's proceed. Well, I, I have a quick update on the Donnas. If oh, interested. Please. Breaking news. So, this is the first movie they appeared in. Um, and then they afterward appeared on the TV show Charmed. Okay. That checks that. out. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yep. And then they were in Jawbreaker. Yeah. As the prom band. And then the cover of their of their um, Roland on the Highway was used in Herbie Fully Loaded. Haven't seen sure. that. Didn't know that. Okay. Sure. All right. Um, backstage was used in Freaky Friday, and then they oh, also could that. be heard on Mean Girls during the. They end had credit. a whole thing with Lindsay Ooh. Lohan. That's three Lohan. They did. She, she may have been a fan. Wow. Yeah. A fan. That's pretty neat. Yeah. All right. there, there's a lot more dodgeball. The Debs, Detroit Rock City, etc. Their music is Ooh. great. Like I, I yeah. fuck with the Donnas. I love their music. Yeah, it's good. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah. now on to the uh, recap. Our segments. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, I will give a oh, quick, yeah, for this, for this one, um, for this film. It's not, I can understand us not wanting to do it. We can talk about other bullshit, but, uh, you know, <laughs> that's what we're here to, supposed to talk about the movie. I will give a quick recap. I know we did like the Rotten Tomato synopsis, but I, I doubt people have seen this film. Um, so just to set, to set the scene, they give you t- like a opening juxtaposition of who Nicole uh aka like most joan hart's character is and then chase uh adrian grenier she is super hyper has post-it notes all over her screen on her phone with a friend and like right away trying to figure out what she's gonna wear she made a model of the centennial event she's planning just very like overachiever miss peppy uh chase right next door beds on the floor he's a mess no uh, beds no mil- <laughs> like uh just everything's a mess with him then you go to school Again, she's very involved. He's not um, involved with things. He does a uh, prank, let's say, which is putting some weird powder that you don't know what it is um, into the sprinkler system that goes off at the beginning of the school day, in the middle of school. I don't know. The sprinkler should be off by the time kids show up. I thought thought he was walking around with a gigantic bag of cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) Orange. <laughs> orange cocaine the best well, i thought the bag was orange he's like no. show people I'm like i'm like what what are you you're in the middle of school here yeah ultimately yeah. it is orange powder that then makes all the water come out i think orange. it was like orange kool-aid mix basically is what i oh uh, 
That makes sense. I don't I know. Guess. That's what I figured. But, I don't know. But this is the prank that they do that they get in trouble for. It affects all of the popular, highly motivated kids that um, Melissa Joan Hart is friends with. But nobody, like, just runs out of the way of the sprinklers. They all just stand there stand and spin there. around in circles and go, like, oh, my God, yeah. I'm getting sprayed with colored water. Like, no one knows how to just walk away. This and one of them back. just throws their coffee. It's like, oh, I got orange <laughs> in my face. I'm going to throw my coffee because of it. The this fuck? was a Disney Channel original movie moment. Like, yeah. 100%. Put, like, wacky stock music under this, and it would be for sure, like, a decom moment of this all happening so stupid yeah so it was just very but it's again this is all just setting the scene to tell you like this is who chases this is who nicole is um and then so like a bunch of other things happen uh ali larder is chase's bad girl girlfriend because she has her, her hair is pink at the ends yeah mm-hmm. sure is you no know. yeah. looks good only, you know. only yeah. she has dark hair and then the ends are like red pink so she's mm-hmm. tough I, no, I, I, I don't know if that means tough. That always told me that you're not ready to commit. You just tried the edges <laughs> to see if you liked it, and then you didn't quite like it, so you just let that grow out. It, I, it did not. She doesn't look right like this. I don't buy mm-hmm. her in this kind of a role at all. All right. Well, that's this was, I think, one of her first films. So she's the bad girl that Chase dates. Um, Chase is not enough action for her. He, he's not enough of an activist, so they break up. Melissa Joan Hart is after this hot guy, Brad. I use that in quotes so you can't see that, um, but I said it. <laughs> I saw so it. Uh, she, they don't date, but he's supposed to ask her to the dance, but he doesn't. So they, <sighs> she doesn't have a date to this very special centennial alumni event. Uh, Chase doesn't have a girlfriend anymore. So in cases like this, what do you do? You find some poor schlub yeah. to date you to make you look attractive to the yeah. person you want to date you. You I drunkenly guess. scheme randomly with your next door neighbor. That's what everybody does. Uh-huh. Yes, like, yeah. why were you doing any of these things? Like this, none of this makes any sense. Like mm-hmm. none of this, what we know about Dulcie. Actually, wait, so let's put a minute. So they decide to date each other. Because I do think there's like a larger discussion. But then ultimately, as always happens in these films, you're dating to get the other person jealous. But then you fall for each other. Oopsie. Which we'll, we'll talk about the falling for each other in this film. Mm. And then it's all happy endings and greatness. So that's this film. Uh, there's stuff, a lot of weird shit that goes on in between. But that's the whole plot of the film, everybody. Now we can get into... Uh, We'll start with love at first semester in quotes because this is a rom thing. It's a romantic thing. I, I don't know if it's no a comedy, comedy or a drama. I don't know what this is. It's just a, it's a, a romantic romance? event. Um, so there's Brad, which we can put a pin in Brad for a second for Nicole. But then Dulce or, or Dulce, whatever the hell her name is. Um, I'm guessing short for Dulcinea. That's that, my guess. That's the same thing. That that's sounds right to me. Yeah. 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 Um, but I feel like. Why, but why name her that? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that, that, that's a Shakespeare Jessica. character of some sort, right? What are you doing? Yeah. I don't know. is a Shakespeare thing. Um, but yeah, like, Dulce breaks up with Chase because he doesn't want to go to some animal rights thing and it's 
oh, the pranks are cute, which whatever, but I need, I need a man of action. And they're all like in high school. So like, yeah, I don't know. So that's that character who Chase needs to get back. And to get her back, he decides to fake date her polar opposite. Sure. Uh Uh-huh. I have an an update. Dulcinea is from Don Quixote. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Back to you. Um, so yeah, so we just, and it, it, I don't, I, I literally, as I, I wrote here, what, uh, what does Chase actually get out of this arrangement? Cause he has to completely change who he is, how he dresses. And I think it just makes him even less appealing to Dulce. Mm, so I just didn't thing. really get that. Yeah. What we know about her, like she's an edgy girl. Uh, well, yes. she's high school edgy and yes. she, she, she takes herself very seriously. She really does like care about the things that she says that she cares about and she's very much like a counterculture activist they've got at mm-hmm. one point a guy from like the essentially what would be like the earth liberation front i think it's like the animal freedom league or elf versus like elf animal yeah, yeah. liberation yeah yeah like like a, a legit like environmental terrorist shows up basically it's like oh i'm into yeah. this yeah so the idea that you can make that girl jealous by putting on like banana republic and hanging out with the jocks. Oh, he fell into the gap. That's what happened. Yeah, there. that's right. That's right. Yeah, this was this was you know LO Cool J doing Gap commercials. Basically, it was the era yeah. we're talking mm-hmm. about here. And I don't know where in his mind, like, oh, she's going to get super jealous seeing like this. Mm-hmm. And it didn't work for no. most of the movie. So you would think after a week or two, he'd be like, dude, fuck this. This is a waste of my time. Like I'm getting nothing out of this. We aren't even making out. So I'm having like no fun with you. My girl is not jealous. Like why am I, this is a terrible idea. I should bail. Yeah. yeah. There is a line that I was just like, what the fuck does she, is she implying here? Cause she's like talking. Oh, to I know. <laughs> they're, um, they're like, so they live next door, but they're on the phone talking to one another and she's trying to convince Chase to do this. And I think he's like, what do I get out of this? And he goes, and she says, if you have to ask, you aren't as smart as you think. And like raises her eyebrow. And I was like, what? she's basically what? like, I'm going to give you a damn third. If you do this, <laughs> a, damn third? Saying. a damn third and some new khakis, bro. All and then on he, me. Kind of, he kind of raised an eyebrow and he's like, I just need your help. And I'm like, well, so when you faking, I don't know. I don't know what your motivation is. I'm not sure what's happening here. Yeah, it was. So that's how this whole love begins. And then there's Brad, who I don't think this gentleman, you know, more power to him. It's not my type. So I wasn't like, oh, my God, Brad's so hot. I totally get why she's into him. Well, I, I want to was... pull Megan here. She, okay. He seemed very, like, late 90s boy, brand, boy band hot to me. We're like, I didn't understand why you guys like those dudes either. But to me, yeah. he seemed like he would have fit in in, like, an O-Town, should we say, Dream That's Street, like a fourth like tier. I know, so, right? He's not uh, gonna be, you know, he's I don't even remember opening what for someone else. Yeah, right. He's more of a Backstreet Boy versus I was an in Sync gal. JC Shazay forever. Um, <laughs> it seems like open for ninety eight degrees. <laughs> Sure, I've not heard them in concert, but I remember looking sure. at them going, "You guys." <laughs> Right. And just, the other two dudes. And the rest of them just whispered and like cuddled yeah. back. Yeah, that one so, dude had like a mortgage. Br- yeah, Brad's so, the uh, <laughs> basketball player, right? 
Yes. Yes. So this is yeah. the Brad I speak of. Yeah. He does have a superpower though. He can just fall on top of women and they and they fall in yeah. love with him. That's, so that's yeah, the vampire stare. Yeah, that's amazing. why he doesn't wind up with Nicole. Glamour. He he, he <laughs> like. Hey, that's a thing on Vampire Diaries. I know. So, oh, <laughs> vampire lore in general. Well, for me, True Blood. I won't watch that Vampire Diaries stuff. I'm in those for Rocky. Um, but they I don't actually say glamour. They don't actually say glamour. But they, <laughs> I feel like whatever. they do. Is that is that a Vampire Diaries thing? Anyway, anyway, we don't oh, need to no. get off track with my all the vampire things that I, sure I watch don't. and partake of. Um, but like, so yeah, Brad doesn't wind up with Nicole because he while he's crashing the boards, lands on a cheerleader from a rival school and falls in love with her. So this like whole Brad Nicole thing, which I was like super confused because she's like, Brad should know the rules. Like it's almost like Brad was supposed to ask her because she's the most popular, super involved. She's not a cheerleader, but she's a very involved <laughs> president of student council or some BS. So Brad, the star of the basketball team, is supposed to ask her the dance, but they're not together. And I don't even know if she likes him, but it's just Funny. like... He knows the rules. He's supposed to ask her. I had the hardest time figuring out what kind of a character she was because she didn't seem like she was the most popular girl in school because if she was, there'd be like a line of dudes beating down her door to be with her. She also didn't look like like a loser outcast, like a dork, because she hung out with the cool kids and seemed like part of that clique. I had no idea what they wanted me to think of her in any kind of way because like it, it just it felt very much like okay when i interpreted he knows the rules is kind of like he knows i'm into him he went through like an intermediary who had a back channel communication with the russians or whatever and said he okay an so emis- he said an emissary said an emissary yeah. at one point alicia aka shakespeare girl from 10 things i hate about you like speaks and i was like why does she talk like this but it she all narrates. is very like clandestine gobbledygook that i didn't the crow understand. flies at midnight i'm like what the yeah, fuck I mean, you, just, just, was, just just say what you mean it was say all very much like oh Explain. girl is intrigued by she was talking like um jock and hagar from uh from game of thrones oh a girl yes. a boy <laughs> what is happening with you like, isn't that how she kind of acts in some of these other movies that i i, I think she has one speed yeah she is like kind of weird in 10 things i hate about you too like because she only mm-hmm. speaks like the bard it's like she i am the amateur which is so bizarre yeah so oh. it's like she has like that whole alicia's a i feel like we should talk about alicia too but yeah like it's this whole thing where like yeah it, it the main premise is these two people need to get together to make these other people jealous but it just doesn't it doesn't seem like it actually works like it doesn't I feel like there are other movies that do this, but like I, I like, couldn't think of any other ones. Well, I don't know if it's more of like a TV show thing, but this one just doesn't really pay off. And then we could talk about other movies that might do it. But in the end, like, do you buy that they're falling for one another? Like, literally, if as we go through this 90-minute movie, Chase does so much for her, but I don't know a single thing she does for Chase besides change the way thing. he dresses. So, like... I, I will tell you. Um, I mean... I, when I was thinking about this topic, I can I can fix this movie, and I think I have an okay idea. But to answer your question directly, I don't buy them falling for each other. Like, the actors have good chemistry. Like, when they're alone together, and they're not, like, putting on a show for people or whatever, I'm like, okay, I could, they're, they're cute together. They seem like they play with each other pretty well. Their courtship felt so weird, and so, like, yeah. everything about it was very strange. They kiss early in the movie and then never again until like the very end of the movie 
Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's, that's weird. But like to fix this movie, to me, it would have been like way better off if we would have established that they dated in like seventh grade and had like some dumb middle school argument and that broke up their friendship. Which there like, is a line. There is a line at that. There's a line the where, parents, yes. Yeah, the parents are like talking over the fence in the backyard, which the parents are something that we should talk about. Mm-hmm. And they're like, why aren't you guys friends anymore? What happened? And Melissa Jones says, junior high. And we never, they, it's well, explained, they, but not really. There's also a moment where I didn't write down what he said, but yeah. he said something about like, Chase was saying that um, there was a thing like Valentine's Day where she only had like one Valentine or some stupid shit where it oh, alluded yeah. to like, he had a thing for her and shot his shot in like a very middle school way and she didn't realize it or something like that. Uh, I think that was about designated Dave, actually. Yeah, it was okay. a designated Dave then thing. I, it, was, he was, it, was quiet, it was quiet dialogue. I thought it was about him. In that case, <laughs> yeah, it makes no fucking sense. No, it just floated on by because... Right. Who cares? To me, to no, me, you didn't you, care. If you give me... The, the, I, there, were, there were girls that we went to middle school with who, for whatever reason, we had the, 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 the saddest, briefest, like romantic entanglement for two days or whatever. Make them one of those. Where it's like we were friends, we dated for a sec, it didn't work out, and then because of the politics of middle school, like we just weren't friends anymore that would have fixed so much of this because we would know there was like a childhood crush thing of them being next door neighbors and they could go back to whatever that original dispute was and like replicate those same, you know, things in the modern day and give us that. They didn't even almost try. Yeah. It was because it's like there, there, there are so many other things happening that I feel like, and knowing like Rob Thomas did Veronica Mars, which is a show that actually had like, pretty heavy topics that they cover there's like a murder there's a rape there's it's it's almost like i think at this time like teen movies were meant to be lighter and more frivolous but there are moments of this that you can see like oh i could see this maybe like being more in line with some of like the early teen films like fast times or some kind of wonderful or like heavy shit yeah like you know fast times is very heavy but you know like yes there are things that they, and so that love it for a semester, no one's buying it. So we're just going to pop back off this other things. But it's that question about tone because there, it, nothing is very, I don't think anything is funny in this movie. You're right. I don't mm. think I chuckled. I don't have, I don't have any quotable lines that was like, oh, that was funny. Like the only thing I have, it's not quotable, but we're going to get into it because it's a, it's a very long tirade. Um, <laughs> but there's just like heavy topics that it's almost like maybe if they explored they had to bond over like one of these things or this thing you can buy them like oh this is what helped them grow into a couple um because like uh the reason why you know molesty mcgee from um seventh heaven is in this movie oh oh god (laughs) very inappropriate way to talk about that sorry Um, rogers over here yes so he's in the movie because he's her dad but he's an absentee father he's not around he like is always late, doesn't show up to their things. So that's a whole thing where she, and she talks about, oh, oh, maybe this is why I have trouble with boys or this, or whatever. It's all this issues I have with my father. So, hey, maybe that's something they could have worked and bonded through. We find out like part of the reason why they stopped being friends in junior high is uh, Chase's mom died. She got really sick. It made Nicole <sighs> sad. Jesus. And so she just stops hanging out with Chase because being- I didn't know what to do with that. 
<laughs> because it was a child. Yes, that's it. It made me sad, so I'm not gonna hang out with you. No, no, she Your talked mom about it dies. for a good, we can't be no, she talked anymore. about it for a good two minutes. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and at the very end, I was like, I, I just didn't know what to say. It was making me sad, and then you just didn't want to talk anymore. And then like, you were acting out in school, so I just acted like I didn't know you. Yeah. Yikes. So that oh. was that. So that's like a Thanks, heavy like, neighbor. Maybe, yeah, like maybe we talk through that. We address that issue because that's kind of a heavy topic. We He's don't. like, I'm, I'm over it now. It's fine. Yeah, he gets like no words in Edwige during no. that whole conversation about his mom being dead. It is wild. Um, so there's that. That's a heavy topic. Uh, there's also, um, we mentioned it when we were going over the cast. Um, her name, Carrie, what was it? Carrie Lynn Platt in the movie. It, she goes by D. Vine. But at one yeah. point, when when uh, I keep wanting to call him Vinny Chase, not just Chase, it should uh, be Vinny Chase. Adrian Gunier. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> please please carry on with that. Um, I want to be y'all super. So when uh, when Vinny Chase so is like hanging out, um, they're at some water hangout while all the boys are wearing the same bathing suit, the same sunglasses, yeah. yellow sunglasses, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, right ass shorts. Fuck? Divine uh. is there and he calls her Bo and she's like, It's not Bo anymore, it's D. And he and she's like, actually, it was never Bo. And he's like, Oh my god, I'm so sorry. But people used to call her Bovine because she was 40 pounds overweight. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. My yeah, so God. That, like, that that was like indelible in my brain. Like that's the one thing I clearly remember from this movie. And she's <sighs> like, I lost 40 pounds, and then I became popular. And I think her line was like, you know do you think you're happier now? She's like, you know, back when I was heavier, I might have had a lot of friends, but I knew the ones I did actually cared about, the few that I did actually cared about me. And you're that like, was a very oh, serious con- No, that was a very serious conflict. I was watching that like, this is important. I, I care about this. I need yeah, someone to clarify. Was that the first time we had seen her speak on camera or did she have yes. lines before that? Okay, yeah, no. I thought so. This is how we meet this girl where she's Basically. like, okay, coming in i'm swinging in and like elbow dropping the entire film here yeah yeah the the heavy stuff I mean, there's a lot like there's just, there's like two more shit. but we can we can talk about the, the bovine divine yeah thing. i mean that one in particular none of them seem to add anything to the movie other than like we're we want to let you know like we're not a funny movie <laughs> it's kind yeah. of what they were trying to get at but like yeah, that one, number one, it came out of nowhere. Number two, I'm like, okay, th- she's going to be like the romantic foil now. He's going to see in her a version Great. of himself where he's like faking who he is to fit in with these cool kids. And, you know, he's really an outcast from middle school inside still. Like, no, no, no. This is just her like, yeah. here's my heavy shit. Like, wheelbarrow dump. I'll see yeah. you guys later on. But And that's like another thing of like, I kind of like like thought of it as like the pressures of popularity. Like when you really think about this friend group, I'm, I'm going to put friend group in quotes because like there's different, like no, there's never any real conversations and mm. everybody always seems like an asshole to one another. Yeah. Where yeah. when Vinny Chase is with his actual original friends, like they might be seen as outcasts or people might not like him. I'm sorry, a dude that hot in high school, you're, you're <laughs> looking past his rebellious streak. I'm yeah. just going to say that right now. Yes. Um, well, but Dulce did. Yeah, Dulce, but like even the, <laughs> quote unquote popular kids would be like hey that dude's attractive like no one they act like he's some gross leper it's fucking adrian grenier the moment he shows up the moment he shows up 
after his makeover, every girl in the school would have been like flocking to him at that point. If not before, yeah. then when he shows up looking like he's from J. Crew, they would have like lost their shit over him immediately. Yeah, it happens in a movie I would like to do for this pod. Can't Buy Me Love is a mm-hmm. kind of we have to fake date, but has very clear arrangements why. Both of them are better than this one. Yeah. Uh, is that the one with uh, Patrick McDream? Dempsey? Well, there, yeah, yeah. there's so also Patrick, a Nick Cannon remake with, I think, Love Ashanti. Don't Cost a Thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Christina yeah, yeah. Milian? Is it Christina Milian? We should do wow. either of those films. But that has, like, very clear things of the, the popular girl ruined her mom's very expensive leather outfit. She needs to get it dry cleaned. She needs quite a large sum of money. Nerdy Patrick Dempsey has the money to cover it, but what is it for him? She has to make him popular. And the second yeah. they become, he becomes popular, the girls are throwing him. So, like, that one's much clearer. This one doesn't really have it. No. Um, but, yeah, like, there's no, like, yeah, it still seems like maybe people like him. But the whole popularity thing is interesting. And then to extend on the popularity thing, Bovine has a boyfriend now because she's Miss Time Zone. That guy was punching called... the fucking face. The school is, is called it? Timothy Zonin. Timothy Zonin, and they called it Time Zone. It <laughs> yeah. took 45 <laughs> fucking minutes to catch on to what the fuck they were saying. In honor of Timothy Zonin, who followed Timothy's, who founded, he, he uh, founded Timothy a school Zonin High himself. School. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Named it after himself. It's my school. It's so, my school. Bovine, sorry, no, Divine. Jesus, Dana. <laughs> It really was like indelible. It sticks in your brain. That scene, it's so wild. It's so it's out of nowhere, out of left field. It makes yeah. zero sense. Um, so Dee has her boyfriend, was it Eddie? Freddie? Eddie. 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 Um, so also a big part of this, the kids like drink oh, way I too know. much all the time and they need to have designated <sighs> Dave, who we'll talk about. But at one point, designated Dave has to pick up um, Dee and Eddie from a party because Eddie has a manual and Dee doesn't know how to drive it. And, woo, Eddie has anger issues. And this is the only thing I had to write down. I had to put the captions up. Because, again, like, this is something heavy that happened in this movie. And it is, I don't know if they're trying to play it. It's just very out of left field. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But uh, Dee says something to Eddie that gets him mad. And he lays into her and says well kiss my ass you once fat bitch i remember when you were nothing just a sweaty little egghead drooling over football players now you think uh now you think (sighs) you're something because you're mrs time zone oh now you think that because you're mrs time zone your shit don't stink uh well you're just a wannabe who got lucky with a case of bulimia this is this girl's boyfriend yes this is girl's boyfriend in front of a third party. In front of after, designated Dave. Yeah, well, after basically trying to commit sexual assault. Oh, like, yes. Yeah. I forgot. That's part of, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, all this heavy shit, it gets such little development. It's all thrown in for legit no reason. There I don't know why Nicole's dad is part of the movie at all. Doesn't need to be doesn't need to be um they gave chase the dead mom thing just so we could add like two really yeah. heavy scenes doesn't mean anything at all yeah. uh yeah eddie trying to commit rape and then committing felony assault on poor designated dave yes because he does punch dave or he shove punch, him he, 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 he like stomps. he kicks him on oh, the ground right. on the ground that's like, felony assault when, when, he can't, when he's not defending himself yeah, he kicks him right in the gun. gut and yeah. like, and then the excessive drinking felt so excessive. Like, every party that we're at, Nicole is legit being carried to her car by the end of it. Like Marissa from the OC, 
Yeah. Like she's not walking out under her own strength. Every party we see her at, like multiple friends are carrying her to the car afterward. Mm-hmm. Like you're drinking too much. All of this, you take it out of the movie, you lose 15 minutes. I'm not sure what you make up those 15 minutes with, but like do something else. You know what? Fuck it. Here we go. I'm going to fix it again. You make okay, 15 minutes by showing Nicole adopting things that Chase cares about yes. to fit in with his friends. They have a scene where they go to the club, which in my notes is just the bad kids hangout. Yeah. Like they go there and Nicole is like shit talking two of the, the girls that were friends with Dulcie. Sure. And it's like, they're both, both groups, she and these two girls are giving it pretty good to each other. Like, they're really giving each other the business. Yeah. And it's like, it's okay to see that, but it would be better mm-hmm. if we saw her go through a makeover too. So yes. she is wearing, I guess, like, pink extensions and like buckles on her boots and all kind of like torn leather shit. And it's like, no, no, yeah. I'm cool now too with my black lipstick. Like, they didn't, they didn't give us any of that. And if you give me two or three of those scenes, there's your 15 minutes. Get, you know, like yeah. you said, you know, what, Molesty McGee, get up out of here and, yeah. and give me more of these two being cute together, like fish out of water shit. Or maybe she shows up like, look, I, I got you some of that orange cocaine you like. <laughs> <laughs> got you a, a kilo of orange cocaine. <laughs> is, is this relatable? Yeah, or like she good, right? does some sort of prank in school. Like there Something. needed to sure. be more yes. give and take. It was a one-way street. Yeah, he he has to get his hair cut, slicked back. He shows up yeah. like a literal mannequin out of the gap. He has By to wear way, that haircut. Does not look better. No, and she admits it's, it's horrendous. It's a bad haircut. That he looked better before, uh, in the before than the after. But you know, you gotta have a makeover montage. Like that's what I wrote. Got you to. just have to. Like this got is just to. what happens in these things. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is the first male makeover montage that we've encountered. Um, I'm pretty sure. Did they? Yeah, because they didn't really make over DJ Qualls and Road Trip. He just had different clothes on in the morning. So yeah, that's right. Uh, in the hot chick, we do get oh. a makeover montage. <laughs> <Does that> count? <laughs> that sure count. do. That might count, yeah. I guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, like there's there's a ton of things that like honestly, there's stuff in this movie that like is interesting. Um, I feel like I always borrow this from the rewatchables, but like. You know, could you like ex- make this into like a teen show where we're exploring like a little bit of a heavier teen show where we're exploring all of this? And I think it makes it a bit more. It's just it's overstuffed. There's just too many mm-hmm. things to do in a movie. You know, mm-hmm. I'll tell you what. You could make this a teen comedy series of 22 minutes per episode and be fine, or make mm-hmm. it a teen drama series of 44 minutes per and really explore her dad issues and like have a flashback to so where his mom dies and shit. They didn't do either one of them shits. They yeah. didn't even fucking try. Yeah. The dad, are, yeah. The, the dad, no, the dad literally flies in in a balloon. He flies in for two scenes. The hell man. Just because so they weird. needed a dad. And it's, he's into ballooning. He's into ballooning. It's his thing. He's, he's, ballooning. he's good I, I enough to go to South America to water balloon. No, so too, I was sorry, trying too, to uh, Google. Oh, I wish he was a professional water ballooner. Water ballooners <laughs> even. That's actually funnier. I'm going to stick with that. That's it. Yeah, it just, it, it's so random. And then, um, so since we were talking about the excessive drinking, there is designated Dave 
Um, which when I was in high school, I was jokingly called Triple D because I was the only one of my friends with a car. So I was a designated driver, Dana. Uh Um, So anytime I showed up to parties, they'd be like, Triple D, which there weren't a lot of parties in my high school. But anytime there was, or anytime there was drinking, it was me. Yeah. No, there was a couple (laughs) times. And then there was like the one time I wasn't the designated driver and the party got busted by the cops like an hour in. I was so pissed. That's right. Oh, this the designated Dave character. All I l- really learned from it was what I, I, anyone should learn in high school is be selective who you do things for. Make yeah. sure that you know mm-hmm. it's worth it and they're good people. Because don't just do things because you think you think you have to be nice and good to all people so they'll like you. Um, right. Or else you'll probably get the shit kicked out of you, which is exactly what yeah. what what happened. He was not selective. He just picked up yeah. anyone who beeped beeped him on a beeper, which was Which I have questions about the pager. So we'll <laughs> For sure. Gonna, um, but my thing was like, he doesn't even get to go to these parties. He's not nope. like just there no. hanging out, drinking a soda. He's it's a, like. He's got free Uber. He's yeah, got the cop like, car slash cab, whatever it is. Or, yeah. It's a cage, the cage in, in the back. Yeah. He probably learned his lesson. He was like, someone probably got too rowdy the yeah. last time I picked him up. Yeah. I got to put a cage in here. He legit might be the saddest character we've ever seen in a movie. Like he is. A tragic figure, completely. Oh, um, poor Dave. Yeah, so That's we can talk another. Poor Dave is right. <laughs> <laughs> but as as uh, our Dave mentioned, the beepers is so like, I like I vaguely remember how beepers or pagers work. Vaguely, I feel like all you can do is like send your phone number. Yeah, that or or nine one one nine one one followed by the number. Or, call yeah. Or, Megan, do really I take a lot of Googling into this to prep for the call? <laughs> or just be like, hey, six, nine, six, nine, six, nine, six, nine. Yeah. I'm clever. Look, how do they work? So, well, A, there's a whole list of numbers, combinations that actually mean different things. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, like, it can be three numbers, four numbers, like seven numbers, speak. whatever. D- dig into that a little bit. Um, mm. And then, yeah, you, you basically call and you enter you enter number number yeah and then that's what it how it gets to the pager but it's through radio waves which is why they had pagers way before cell phones um essentially the 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 idea is now number one you've memorized a whole lot of phone numbers and those paging you or number two someone pages you you go find a phone and call that number back yeah yeah so yeah. my question with so like I, I I vaguely remember people having pagers when I was in high school, but the thing that just didn't make sense to me is so they're paging him from a party, it's all numerical. So how do I tell you where I am, or does he just have to know? Oh, on Friday the party's at like Steve's I think, house. I think he calls that number. I think he calls. And someone, someone... answers the phone at a I, raging well, house party. If if you just page, him, if you're Joel Lafubio and you just page him from a party, you're gonna wait by the phone until he calls you back. Okay. You, I think, I think, I think that's. It's not an efficient system, but no, no but it's bad you system. Can also, there, there's a way where you can say, like, again, through a series of numbers, you could say, like, meet me, and then you could, like, somehow the numbers could be the address yeah. or, or something. I don't know. I mean, you you could do like a cryptic. Yeah. Okay. 
Okay. Is it like calculator style where you yeah. go like yeah. boobs? Boobs. Yeah, it's good. So like yeah. for example, yeah. asshole. That's really all that I got. Yeah, look. You can like do that. Nine. <laughs> like five, five, whatever. Yeah. Okay. I was, I was just like, how are how is he finding these people? I think it's just like there's like one party in town for all of Time Zone High. Oh and no, no. Like, I, oh, I, I don't know. It's a up. pocket full of quarters. I'm, I bet you. It's I bet you calls. Well, because so I bet you he calls. It, it seemed like he was driving around like multiple stops because he's like, oh, I have to get across town to this party now. I'm like, dude, this is your whole livelihood is like driving is around. He doesn't get paid. No. He's just doing it because he's like, it looks good on college applications. Bullshit. Right? He's doing it to try to be cool with the cool kids. Like this is. And that's I what was Chase cool calls kid. him on. Yeah. yeah. I was not a cool kid. I wouldn't have done this. But I think it would have done some pretty uncool stuff to try to like at least make up some kind of interaction with cool kids once upon a time. Not by the time that I was driving. Like middle yeah. school me probably would have would have been more apt to wind up fucked over by the cool kids. That's fair. And I just want to also clarify when I was just, I was at the parties with my friend. <laughs> I just was the one who drove them home. They're not paging where you have yeah. age. I was not being paged. Yeah. I was also His name there. Is George. George Glass. <laughs> My boyfriend from Canada. Um, <laughs> no, I was hanging out with my friends. And it was just like, I have the only one who can bring people to the event. To me, that's why I got invited. So I was only with the car. So I'm the only one who can get people to the event and then home from the event. Mm-hmm. But anyhow. See? Um, so then another part of Designated Dave that's sad, I just think we need to touch on it because it ties to another character, is that, um, you know, early days of the internet, we're meeting girls in chat rooms. Mm-hmm. Oh. And daughter judy he keeps hearing about daughter judy um this girl that he tries to meet yeah so she's like someone he never meets he never meets but then she's eventually like we should meet at the dance or something and then it's revealed as divine is coming down for her entrance as miss time zone we discover that she's judy because dave is escorting her down the promenade, the stairs, whatever. What do we think of that reveal? That Judy it's, is, or D is daughter Judy. This payoff was trash. <laughs> the payoff yeah, was dude. fucking trash. Like, it, it, okay, first and foremost, it looks absurd now to like watch this whole <laughs> thing go down. But in 99, this probably would have felt super relatable. Like, this would have been super early days of instant messenger, um, yeah. talking to some girl online, or like more likely getting catfished by some dude online. And like building up this mental pressure before your planned first meeting was something that like I think every guy that I know did at least once. Brunswick yeah. Zone was just a wash of like groups of three or four dudes wearing way too much cologne, hoping to meet three or four girls they've been talking to for a couple of weeks on Instant Messenger. Like that's why you went to Brunswick Zone more often than not. So the like, bowling alley? Yeah. yeah. Sure is. Bowling alley okay. arcade. Um, just check it. Yeah. Well, they also gave us uh, every summer, we got a booklet of like one free round of bowling or whatever per day. to Like give the kids somewhere to be basically all summer long. You can go there and see kids from your school. So it's like free free game every day. You know, and it was and it was just across the street from the main police station. So if something went down, (laughs) it was right there. They can be right there. I was about to say, oh, like roll bounce, but that's that's roller skating. I I I wish it was a roller rink. I'd be there all the fucking time. (laughs) But no, it had a pretty decent arcade, and if you like bowling and arcade, the arcade was nice. Yeah. Where was this in town? Brunswick Zone. Um, 
that's it's near the the jewel um was it ogden post office yeah okay, police yeah, okay. station yep, yeah, yeah. brunswick zone and there's a couple car dealerships right there yeah. and mobile yep. gas station yep, yeah I went you there were never lot. allowed to go <laughs> Yeah, yeah. there's a Burger King over there too. There's a BK over there. Yeah, no. Listeners, if you're ever in Naperville, hit up Brunswick. Yeah, go to Brunswick Zone. See where our youth was about. It's probably oh, it's it's called something else now. Okay, Bolero. Welcome to Bolero, people. But yeah, I like that that part of this felt pretty relatable to me. Um, what I had a hard time with was the amount of like mystique the movie placed on this because we see him. Yes. We see him walking up to like the door to ring the doorbell. It shot. He shot from behind. Was so that my, him? That was him. I thought it was Ray oh. going to yeah. the door to get Melissa Joan Hart because we haven't oh. talked about Ray, but he's one not, of Vinny yeah. Chase's friends. Right. Anyway. So I thought that was going to be like him going to pick her up from the dance. Instead, some random man we've never seen before opens the door. He's like, "Hi, I'm here to meet your daughter." And then we see his face. He goes, "Oh wow!" And I'm like, "Yeah, you Ooh. could just show me at this moment who it is." Like, yes. I, don't, I don't care enough about him to be like blown away that it's divine. Like, what the fuck are we drop this whole story, man? Stop it. Yeah, it was. I was just like, "Oh, what a like." Yeah, I think when he walks up to the door, that should be the reveal. We get to see them do a little yes. walk into the dance, and people be surprised. All yes. very adorable, and then they come down the stairs. Which the principal was also like with Dave, like Jesus, <laughs> yeah, Dave. Dave. Yeah, yeah, that was bad. <laughs> um, and then okay, so then one of the other things, not a huge one we have, that we have to talk about, but um, so Dave is one of Vinny Chase's friends, and then we kind of touch upon Nicole's like friend group it is pretty diverse there's like a latina a black girl there's a gay dude that we, we don't really ever talk about it but it's very clear <laughs> yeah it's very clear there's a gay dude yeah. in the crew um and then her best friend alicia who starts the movie speaking in tongues i don't know she's like <laughs> she just uses this cryptic language and then at some point um Vinny Chase and Sabrina the Teenage Witch are talking about Alicia, about how she's like a bitch, she's cold, she's whatever. And Melissa Joan Hart defends her by saying, like, guys can be so overt with what they do. What she does is an art form. Mm. Home girl is a vindictive, manipulative person. And I don't know why. I don't know why. Like, when when they first set it up, I thought she was explaining why alicia was into chase because like you got they they both kind of came off like they were a little bit of the outcast like not necessarily like in the in crowd because like alicia seemed like almost like a hanger on of nicole okay so when she was like oh she was acting weird at the game because she's competing with me for you is what i thought she was saying Turns out, no, oh. she just doesn't want me to be happy. Like, she doesn't yes. want me to have things. And if she sees me able to have a thing, she's like, well, I'm taking that thing. And I'm like, stop hanging out with her. Yeah. <laughs> like, so else. at first, like, they're talking at the basketball game. And it almost sounds like Nicole thinks Alicia's going after Brad. But right. she's like, oh, no, no, no. I'm just an emissary. I'm just here to help. And you're like, yeah. okay. And like, oh, but- Brad wants to talk to you in private. And I'm like, Okay, so this is the part where you're going to be like, well, he asked me and I said yes. Like, no, that's not what happened. Yeah, and then 
so Brad falls in love with that other, or falls for that other girl. Um, so Alicia winds up telling that girl that, like, is his family doomsday preppers? Or, like, he makes up some lie about Brad yeah. and his family. Like an end of the world cult. Yes. Yeah. So then Brad's love interest is like, oh, he's crazy. I don't want to be with him. So now Brad's free for Alicia. But then also, I think at this like same party, Alicia feels the need to tell Chase that like, oh, I've always been into you. And it's like, yeah. no, you weren't. You like weren't. he doesn't he doesn't come on your radar if Nicole doesn't bring you him around. So then she's also messing up that one. Yeah. Th- okay. That's what did it for me. When she when she said, Oh, you know, it's it's so nice that you're into Brad, despite the fact that like his family is a, a doomsday cult or whatever. I'm like, all right, that that's a weird way to pull this, but that's a nice way to like get his current girlfriend Kathy, because we're still making Kathy's in '99 <laughs> apparently, get Kathy away from him. Like, okay, that worked, but then to to be like, well, I still don't want him. I'm gonna go after Chase now. Yes. When it happened at first, I was like maybe she's trying to be a good friend here, get Chase away from Nicole, yeah. give Nicole no reason to be with Chase, and therefore she'll be with Brad, who I also freed up for her. Like, no, she just wants to ruin every couple she sees. Is Like, yeah. she's just out here to break couples up. And, and the shot of her, like, staring her down while making out with Chase, I'm like, that is... It is wild, because there's, like, a scene before <laughs> that, too. I remember where there... Um, at some burger shop type place and Alicia goes inside because Brad goes inside and I think they're like talking about Nicole mm-hmm. and Alicia's like oh she's a lot of talk not a lot of action the fuck so was then that? she's <laughs> also like and you're just, and like when Nicole described oh she just is like you know she has to play the girl game and I guess yeah. from maybe Nicole's perspective she's always played it against other people it's she's Alicia's never you know, yeah. released her talents upon Nicole. And then you watch, yeah, it was just such a wild thing to set up. And then to watch Alicia do, I was like, do we need to hate her too? Like, there's enough going on. She was don't legit need- like, hey, Brad, just so you know, I put out. I'm like, like that fucks. Happening? Nicole, not so much. <laughs> Nicole will not, but I, I get down. I'm like, what are we doing here? Yeah, and his jaw's just like, good. Good. So, what? Oh. Yeah. That um, it was. Were, it was just bad. This is bad friend. I think in, in in high school, people just people are learning how to be people, and they're yeah. just bad friends with each other. That's yeah, just that's the universal friend. truth of it. No one really knows what they're doing. Yeah, and, but I do think that I don't know, like the way they portray like the female friendships in this is a little rough. This was a movie where all the female characters written by men. I have to assume. Yeah, yeah, well, Rob right. Thomas is the man, and the yeah. movie the, the written by a man. Juan. Yeah. Um, yes, that Rob Thomas. Uh, that Santa- same guy. Santana mm-hmm. threw in some things every now and again just to spice it up. Um, but yeah, it's very, like, again, it's just like another thing that we didn't need. Like, yes, there has to be something. There always has to be that contrivance in these movies where, like, they fake fall in, they fake date and fall in love, and then they wind up really... And you need some sort of thing to tear them apart to make them realize how much they actually did care for one another. Mm-hmm. But I didn't believe they cared for one another to begin no, with. So like... No, not, no. So wait, if you say this is another thing that we didn't need, how short is this movie then? 
I like, taking would, all the but that's why I think right. you build, you fill in whatever time you need with scenes of her being the fish out of water. You can yes. you can do you can do twenty minutes of that. You can do twelve. You can do twenty five. Like you can planning do, the dance. This whole thing yeah. revolves around this dance that we just they just show up at. There's no like. I think she has to talk about budgets a couple times, a but couple this times. thing was way more intense than I thought it was going to be. This was a gala. Well, Let's see some gala planning. And he helps her decorate. There you go. They're, they're having a cute little montage there. Like, 10 things I hate about you. He yeah. winds up falling for Julia Stiles. And there's a lot of montages of that need, happening. If you need more conflict, you had that scene where the two girls in the newspaper were talking to Chase about, like, what his, yearbook, what his dream Sorry. date would be. And they're both just, like, sploosh. Like, okay, if you have that go on. <laughs> Like, give me some more of him, like, getting too big for his britches and her being like, well, the monster that I created has now, like, surpassed me. Do that if you want to. Do something. But, like, they just do in Did did you say sploosh? I did say sploosh. Looking at at those two girls. His answer was, and and the very end of his answer was like, yeah, and if you could take less than 10 minutes to get ready, that'd be great, too. I'm like, yep, that's exciting. That's a good answer. The girls I who guess. Were, they weren't even writing anything down. They were just no. looking. No. Like, huh? And by the end, they just, like, handed him their underpants and walked away, basically. Like, that was, yeah. that scene was a lot to take in. You had to say I feel like we're going to have to cover some of the other, like, nerd glow-up movies and yeah. some of these other, like, fake dating. Because it, it's it can be done much better, at least I, yes, as I recall sure. I mean, I some of these other we, films. We kind of have, and they were all done better than this. I mean, 10 Things I Hate About You was kind of that. It wasn't a fake dating. It was like a, yeah. Um, what about Never Been Kissed? That was a glow-up. No, that she was a glow-up. Yeah. That was a nerd glow-up. Um, oh, but she's an adult, and they got weird. I mean, um, she's all that was a nerd glow up, but again, it was one sided. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a lot of like we haven't seen a good like both people need to do this thing, but it happens in like Mean Girls. She gets too yeah. big for her britches, has to get taken mm-hmm. down. Um, I feel like there's definitely some other ones, she's but yeah, man. it was just. Oh no, that, that she's that what, was, what was what was uh, the, um, just one of the guys? Oh yeah, just one <laughs> of the guys. <laughs> I also kind of thought, I was like, this easy A kind of, ca-, but she just, she says too much for too many people. Yeah. Yes. She is, she I is mean, gives and gives and gives. But not really. That's the no, But I mean, but she she's, does. She's, she's like, oh, you can claim that I gave you herpes or whatever. Like, it's fine. I'm like, you, you're giving too much of yourself. That's fair. Um, yeah. So this one was just kind of all over the place. But I think if we had, I think all these other things that they add, I think that's like, those are could be interesting plot points if like that's the only extra one we add. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they add so many, we never really buy the main conceit that these two people are falling in love with one another because they never they don't really do enough to make us to sell that for us. No. Um, so that was a little, you know, it's just this is what we do. We pick these things apart. Um, Not, I, don't, I, I don't feel bad about it. Yeah. No. Until it's, it's fine. Um, so I think we have to talk about music for a second because there are a couple of bangers in this Britney Spears. Yeah. Yes. Mike check one two one two. Mike check one two. Microphone check one two. So it's either music that, like, if I held my Shazam up to the television, it was like, no, this isn't a real. Song. Yeah. A lot of that. Yeah. A lot of yep. no. A lot of my Shazam. I don't going, recognize this. This is not. I don't know her. Yeah, yeah, like, I don't know. It's, no. Um, 
Or it's like, Bare Naked Ladies, it's all been done. Uh, there's a Backstreet Boy remix in here. Yeah, didn't Mario. like the remix. Fuck yeah. that remix. Too fast. Didn't like it. <laughs> it was too fast. Speedwagon for some reason because the teens yeah. love The Donna's Aria. version was awesome. At the the Donna's version was dope. That was, was good. good. Yeah, yeah, that was good. And of course, um, Britney Spears. Oh, no, like uh, you drive me crazy. And that song, it, it felt so out of place when that song started playing. Like to me, yeah, it's it was, just in the background of the party. Yeah, it was like the party scene, but it was when they get to the party and the door opens up and shit. And I'm like, obviously, you're highlighting this song. It sounds so out of place compared to like everything else in this movie. Just felt yeah, weird. and I feel like they've because they, they followed up with the Backstreet Boys one, so I felt like they had yeah. to go like, all right, we got to like in the party we can play the upbeat Kenny yes. Bop music where it's like your movie is named after this song and it's just noise in the background. It's yeah. not like there's it not should a whole be like scene. the opening credit song. It should yeah. Yeah. it should be credits. the song for a montage if anything yes. else. Like, yeah, yeah, that should be a montage of like walking into a party. Yeah, that was I was like this. I've been waiting for this song. All movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, here we go. What you should do is literally have a montage of Brad and Dulce being driven crazy by watching this couple in front of That's their faces and put that. Fucking, oh my god! Why am I a better filmmaker than Rob Thomas? Being driven funny. crazy. How were they driven? Or were they already crazy? There's some crazy children. Oh, I, I forgot that this is the time frame where they would do like the made-for-TV movies, and then the people in the movies would be in the music videos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, she's in this video, isn't she? She's they in, both sure. are. They both are? Okay. Yeah. Isn't she yeah. in like a 50s diner get-up in the video, too? I feel that's uh-huh. Stop! Yeah. yeah. In my it's mind, it's like mint that. green. Is it mint green? Uh-huh. Uh, there right, look two, at that trivia. There are two outfits. One of them is mint green. One of them is a diner that's just normal. That, like, nice. turns into some industrial party space. I'm watching there's, like, a breakdown. It's been a long time. There's, like... What is it like? It sounds like they're playing pipes. It's like, yeah, that's where it like switches to, yeah. yeah. Like, Extend the pipe. Shorten the pipe. Shorten the pipe. Oh. Um, there, there, there were a couple other tracks that were just hidden in there that I really liked. Oh. I was a big fan of back in middle school and high school. I don't know if you guys know Less Than Jake. I, I really liked that song when he put the when they put the orange cocaine in there. That's a song called <laughs> Help uh, Save the Youth of America from Exploding. Okay. That's a really. I think that was playing powder. Yeah, it was. It was. It was orange. Orange cocaine that got all over everybody. That's a fantastic song. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a. It's. A, it's a good warm up too if you're a vocalist for whatever reason. I. I oh. sing that one. A couple of bars of that. To, um, and there's a Brian Setzer song that plays when they the go Brian into Setzer the Brian Setzer Orchestra. Yes. yes. Yeah. It's called Let's Live It Up. It's not one of the hits, but uh, you could kind of feel the big band. I'm like, this is Brian Setzer, isn't it? Yeah. And, and then I looked it up. I'm like, yep, Brian Setzer. This all was right. peak like swing dancing as a cool thing for teens again. 99, baby. It's all 99, 2000. That's like the well, squirrel, There's the squirrel nut zippers and a couple others, and yeah. then it just. Yeah, real big fish. I will Sweet. say, I learned how to swing dance like with like a dude I was friends with in high school at a dance. And we would always like, it became like a thing at any dance. It was like, Dana and Kevin, you guys got to. And we would like. Jump was, jive. You had a jump jive and wheel? Yeah. We had a swing yeah. dance club at our school. I think it was only for like one year that it lasted, but I remember there was a couple of times that I went to Niqua like late at night on like a Friday and it wasn't a dance. It was like the Niqua swing dance club would like oh, listen to big band music and 
injure each other trying to learn how to swing dance basically like i mean no one was good at it. lift you up to the side lift you up to the other side yeah it it, it might have only been their freshman year of high school like i don't think it really lasted long enough jack and jill went up the hill to get a pail pail. these just lazy lazy (laughs) jack went down he learned how to jive and whale what are you talking about is is that what happened yeah yeah it's a good rhyme brother in eighth grade and like freshman year there'd be places in Naperville that would have swing dance. Like you can come from like seven to nine and they yeah. would do like swing dance lessons or like you could do, you know, swing dancing. And I remember I would go with my friend and I would always have to be the guy because she wanted to join the girls part. <laughs> you had a so, shitty friend. Um, there's a place in Austin that'll teach you at a two-step and a lot of ends and like swing stuff. And it's like, Oh yeah. It's kind of cool. Wait, they works. do it at the, the, where there's like it's the women the texas women's federation or some place up by campus yes. i don't know it's cool i went once but why um, and they have like a bunch of dudes who will like so the women don't have to partner with other women if they that's smart to. and they're just yeah. like man and they did in their head like my own they do it's very that's sweet fa- i was like that's really nice that's really nice it's pretty fun ma'am. this is my belt um you on, you on the boot skating boogie do you know it, <laughs> it hope you do here we go time i like it you know, um i don't know we don't have we can we can talk about frosted tips and butterfly there's just a lot of, there's a lot of butterflies i'd like to talk about it's, the end where it all just kind like of talk about the outfits in general yeah slaps all right. it all. yeah let's do it yeah whatever you want to do <sighs> whoever wants to go first the, the looks in i didn't have like a specific look for this movie well you know what i could i could freestyle it though because the very first thing we see her wear She's like talking on the phone, I'm assuming to Alicia, about like how she's gonna bother borrow her mom's red halter. And she has like a what I assume is like a cutout from Delia's, like taped to her mirror of Probably. the shirt, basically. And I'm like, all right, like that's you know, that that's of the time. When you see her in them, like, okay, so you're in a sports bra. This thing is cut like yes. above your ribs, and you're going to school in this, like spaghetti straps you're wearing a rental t-shirt at Nequa. you get tackled on the way in you throw a blanket <laughs> yeah. over you and like True. hustle you off to the guidance counselor to like figure out what's wrong with you you're not gonna wear that at school all day a wild first look for her yeah Agreed. um there was actually like a meme lately that was talking about you know all the commentary about what people can wear or not and it's mm-hmm. like um well in high school you couldn't wear spaghetti straps yeah. Or short shorts. Man, yep. I could wear whatever the fuck I felt like. <laughs> like as a dude, Midriff we could get showing. away with anything. It was yeah. insane. I, I wore shorts in the winter all the time. And you that's... did. You were short shorts, though. They were not. You could have worn those. They, they wouldn't have said anything. They, they were practically pants. Um, <laughs> I mean, there were a lot of. <laughs> got, got, it, was got like, it. it was like 60 degrees in our school. Like you couldn't yeah, wear that. School was chilly. I like I kind of like get cold. I'm a, I'm a cold. Yeah. Um, lots of bad sweaters in this movie. Mm. Lots of material, very lumpy. Everyone looked billowy. very, very billowy and lumpy <laughs> in the movie. Um, and uh, there was one outfit that I saw that matched what I like to wear in high school. Um, when Adrian Grenier is vomiting during that party scene, oh, black yeah. polo, khaki pants. Yeah. That was my uniform for like four years the Dave in, in high school. Because um, it's one it's it's one of those things to think about, man. Just wear that same thing, looks good. That's but he was wearing the exact same thing and it freaked me out. Michael Kors wears black t shirts and jeans. 
That's it. Let's see. When I, when I got married, I reached out to all my groomsmen to ask if they were going to be, you know, able to be in the wedding. And I did a illustration of all of us as like superheroes. Everyone got their own individual one. It's right over there. All of us together. I'm looking at it right now. I, I got mine somewhere around here. And everyone, I, I really spent some time trying to think of like, what are your interests to make every character? And like our friend Eric is super into like sharks. So he's like an Aquaman kind of a thing. And um, our friend uh, Bobby Lesh is a drummer. So I gave him four arms with like drumsticks that are made of metal to, to beat people with. Dave is just really, really tall wearing black polo and khaki shorts. <laughs> like I I have, I, I have no power. Big hern. He's just he's you're, you're huge. I mean, you're like forty yes. feet tall. So that was yeah. I'm like, yeah, you're just big with your your khakis and your black polo. Mm-hmm. Um, I the other the other look I wanted to bring up was what was up with their. I assume that was the dance team when they showed like halftime oh. basketball games. That was just very around, whatever very the fuck you wore to the game. Basically, it was half cheerleaders. Half people in orange, any orange shirt and shorts. And there were so many shots of them. It wasn't like one. They went back to this and back to it. I'm like, you guys think this looks great? Did they run out of like outfits? I I can't explain it. It's so weird. They look terrible. Like, isn't there sometimes like a cheer squad and then a cheerleading squad? So maybe that's like yeah. You like, can have like a cheerleading rush. and cheer dance. That's what they have in Pop Warner. Yeah. No, I'm don't be confusing like, this with dance because they would have all okay. I'm, yeah, I'm thinking it's like, like it's pep, like like a pep squad. Yeah, like like Maybe. people like you know at, at Illinois it was Block I. I don't know if I think Hawks Nest is what we call them in Iowa. Like you're really spirited students, and I could see at a high yeah. school like you guys are going to come and do a little thing. But if that's what you're doing, don't show me the movie viewer. To, like, yes. show me the actual cheerleaders if you're going to show me the halftime show. This weird amateur so nonsense. Weird. So strange. I don't know. Yeah. It was very weird. And then uh, there's, there's just a lot of hair clips, is all I'm going to say. Yeah. Everybody's hair has a bobby pin with some embellishment at the yeah. end. Some sort of clips. No one just has their, you know, middle part or side part. Everything is out of their face with clip every clip. There, there were some made. bangs every so often. Like, bangs! Yeah. <laughs> very randomly there were a it couple was, of bangs I mean, it was it was Ali Larder had oh, the least offensive boy. hair yeah, but it was, her, it was it was bad but at least I mean it was bad it but it didn't going. have like clips every which way uh, no. sometimes I don't know it was a little wild because the 90s what a time late 90s early aughts just yeah. carefree Ugh. extra extra what, things in your hair what are those what ones where time. they have like the see-through section, but it's like they're kind of big at one end and then they go down like triangles. I I can I know what you're talking about. I can see them. They're like um like metallic usually, like a like a thin yeah like why slightly arched with like a like a (laughs) like a barrette of some sort. Not a barrette. Yeah, it's like I don't know. Like it's like a like a it's open (laughs) clips. I'm doing a hand thing. I'll find them. They didn't open. They open like. They were like, oh, curved, really? Didn't like open, this, I assumed like it opened open all the way. Like and just like, oh, they like, so just it's the little... ones that like pop and then you like yeah. pop them. Yes, mm-hmm. I have those. I think they're like, we thought they were more interesting than Bobby or better than Bobby pins. <laughs> like, why get more hair? I'm like, right here, like oh, right down there. You want to make sure head. people see them. Yeah, I don't know. They weren't oh, cute. I had those clips. Some Whatever. good clips. 
Mm-hmm. Anyway, I think any anything I missed when it comes to driving no. crazy, I don't Listen. think so. Uh, just, just, dude, just the. Can we talk about the end for a second. Oh, just kind of the Disney Channel original movie ending as well. Sure. No, you have you have the dad showing back up. It's like this is where I was always supposed to be. I'm like Jesus fucking Why Christ. Was he at a school? There were so many parents at that school dance. Well, no, because it was like a hundred year anniversary. I think everybody also went to that high school. They went no to one that school time too. zone. Okay, no so it was also a, like a class reunion thing. Where like okay, I thought it was yes. specifically just yes. for the students. And I'm like, there's a lot of adults roaming around no, this place. No, no, no. no, no. It's okay. the 100th anniversary, alumni, very important people mm. are going to be there besides the children. Yeah. My God. And then the mixed and then, and then the mixed parent couple after fucking walks out the door and oh, they're coming God. back. Yeah. No, because I see the tussled hair. I'm like, they, they, they just got done fucking. Oh, they were fucking. That's yes. fantastic. Well, yes. It's fantastic. I need someone to tell okay. me what time of day this was. Okay. So since we, we live next to each other, we have to move in together. We have to Let's move in. So we should yes. call that out. Nicole, uh, so Melissa Joan Hart and Vinny Chase's parents so her mom and Minnie chase's dad yeah. apparently have been boning the whole time in this movie Which they they set up the first time you see him they he's did like, and the mom like, at one point forever. was like he's leaning on there he's like yeah and the mom yeah, at one point was like oh i hear you have something going with uh Minnie chase he's too tall for you was her yeah. reason of why it shouldn't happen. don't date him he's too tall but, yeah Instead of just going, I'm dating his father. This is weird. So for yeah. some reason, the parents come to the back door as the kids are coming home from the dance. They're like, oh, we like each other now. Let's take it to the next level. Mom and dad are at the back door in like flagrante, I believe is a whatever. They <laughs> in have... flagrante. Legs like, akimbo. I... Just <laughs> legs <laughs> akimbo. And it's like, why are you guys at the back? It was so weird. And the kids go, strange. you guys keep the house. We're going to take it into the tree house. And everybody's like, <laughs> and the movie ends. Oh, no. We're really doing your it. daughter in this tree house all fucking night. Like, what we're are we doing? We're doing it. It's happening. That's <laughs> going to be a weird. I'm waiting for that. Yeah, we're we're moving. When they when they mention moving in together, the looks on, on Nicole and Chase's face is like, okay, so like we're just gonna be boning around the clock now. Okay, it's two thousand. Yeah, like, you want to hide some of that enthusiasm in front of your parents for a second? Yeah. Have this be like a, a, a an inside thing. You don't have to let them know you're gonna be boning all the time. And if they get married, this seems so weird. The like, oh, mom and the man. dad and the mom. Ugh. It moving was so... in together. You guys are moving in. We'll, sh- we'll share a bedroom. Why not? It was so bizarre. I, we did again another thing we did, yeah. we did not meet. We did not meet. And uh, we'll take no. it. Well, let's close it out. That, close that, it that's all. It, it, it just popped up. It was so weird how it ended. No, I'm glad you brought it up. We so could not weird. forget it. It, it was, was so <laughs> strange, guys. Oh my gosh, are we not going to talk about that because we, we almost didn't. I'm happy we we. I'm grossed out and happy we talked about it. Um, <laughs> one of the things that we like to do on this pod is take a look at kind of a minor character and see if this was the start of big things for them at the peak of their whole career. So it is time for an IMDb deep dive. Dana, who are we going to dive on from this movie? Um, so there's not, like, I, it, this was a tough one because it's either Melissa Joan Hart or Adrian Grenier or, like, the big ones or the adults are, are pretty well known. And then some of the lesser actors like, this is it. So... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I went with designated Dave Mark Weber. Okay. Um, I'm not saying it's an illustrious career, but he's still working. So that's, you know, that's positive. Something. Yeah. Yeah. This was his fourth credit. 
Okay. Um, he's been in a bunch of things I've never heard of. Um, but he was he played Kid in Boiler Room, which is a movie I've seen. So I've seen that. There's that. I love that um, movie. So Kid, a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff I've never. He was on the. Uh, he was in Scott Pilgrim versus the World. So that's oh. a, he was uh, Stephen Stills. I don't know who that. Okay. I've seen the movie. I can't remember who that is. Don't know who that is. Um, was it one of her boyfriends that he had to? One of the lovers? Crosby, maybe? Stills. I don't know. They were all pretty memorable, no? memorable characters that were pretty badass. I don't think it was him. Is it just his friend? There was the vegan know. one. Could be. Was vegan. Yeah. The rest, the rest, I have no idea. Chris Evans is a boyfriend, right? Was that one of the yeah. levels? Chris and Evans, uh, yeah. Captain Marvel. Isn't Brie uh, Larson a level? Brie Larson, yeah. Oh, yeah. I got to rewatch that. Right? That, that movie's I've seen, good. Yeah, I've seen pieces of it on TV. Ever. So he's in that. Holy shit. Again, I that. we don't really know. Um, he's, uh, he's on an episode of Medium. That's great for him. Uh, it's a movie called Laggies, which I've never seen, but uh, Kira Knightley. Oh, Kira Knightley. It's yeah. to be good. Whoa. Yeah. It's, it's fun. No, it's, it's a good movie. It's one of those ones I found on Showtime. I'm like, this is random. Let's check it out. Yeah. Okay. I've heard it's supposed to be it's good. pretty good. Um, he's in the movie Green Room, which I think was the last uh, Anton Yelchin film. Oh. Patrick Stewart's um, in that one as a white yes. supremacist. It's fantastic. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, so that's one of his more recent ones. He's still working, mostly on TV shows. Uh, but yeah, still still knocking around. So good for Designated Dave. Still yeah. making films to this. 59 credits to his name. That's again, working. Not, not much that I've seen, but he'll, you know, he pops up every now and again. He's probably paying so, his bills. Uh, yeah, good good job. Yeah, good on good you, Mark him. Weber. Way to go. Way to keep it going. All right. All right. That's it. <laughs> that does bring us to the end of this episode and just like the end of the school week, that means time to add up some superlatives. Eddie is most likely to say, Oh, come on, baby. No, I love you. It'll never happen again, I promise. Yeah. He's yeah. gonna be yeah. Huh? That was not the first time he had abused her. Uh, yeah. Divine is most likely to look back on her high school years and regret being so fixated on looks. I think that she seemed tormented by that. Yeah. Um, Brad is most likely to take his college intramural basketball team losses way too seriously. Oh, Dave God. is most likely to send all of his money to a Nigerian prince. Like the fact that he was not getting catfished was strange to me. It seemed he got like- lucky this time. <laughs> Next time, right. not so much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dulce is most likely to vote for Ralph Nader. Huh? Ray is before 2000, so she had time. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ray is most likely to covet thy neighbor's wife. We didn't talk about Ray. Like, the oh, dude's yeah. a sad sack. She, he, you're obviously super into her and always have been. <laughs> you're like, I'm yeah. going to get out of my way for my friend who blew it to get a second chance. Oh, That's yeah. fucking weird. That was tough. Uh, yeah. Uh, Alicia is most likely to spend her 30s trying to get onto a reality show. I think that's where her skills would be the most useful oh, a real housewife of anywhere she would be, be she'd be a good friend of who like ruined oh, okay. somebody's season um love it love yeah it. i'm trying to think of who she would mesh pretty well with uh, okay. if she had an accent she could be a friend of Teresa judice oh um yeah. yeah chase is most likely to change his entire personality every time he meets a new girl mm-hmm. and nicole is most likely to say hmm i guess sometimes you don't know what you've got even if it's staring you right in the face. That's for sure a line she would say to herself. Uh, she's a walking cliche. Um, yeah, she sucks. <laughs> yeah, our next movie is Dave's pick. Dave, what are we going to watch next? Oh, I've been waiting to do this one for a long time. Oh, boy. Um, I really like it.
like it. I haven't seen it in a Chocolate while. Chocolate City. Uh, it, that's that's <laughs> cho- no. I'm sorry. Chocolate City too. Chocolate no, um, City Vegas trip. This one's gonna be a time warp. I'm sorry that that we're oh. doing more. The, the, the time warps are flash forwards. It's fine. We're going to 1988. Edward James oh. Olmos, Lou Diamond oh. Phillips. We're gonna do Stand oh, no. and Deliver. Oh God! Oh, it's gonna be so scary. Um, it, it just I like true stories. This is a good. This is a good one. There's some interesting stuff. The stuff that turns out to be true. Yeah, everyone. Ooh. We it's, might do um, a fun true false for that episode. Yeah, there's fun. there's some stuff you're like, oh, that that's the opposite of oh, okay, okay, cool. Wow. Yeah, oh um, good movie, Oscar nominated, which is rare on the podcast. So <laughs> very rare. Let's do it. All yeah. right, first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah not I, very I many probably. Boppers. Yeah. yeah, wow. All right, guys. Uh, that does it for this week's episode. If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe, rate, leave us a five-star review. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at RecappingGownPod. That is R-E-C-A-P-N-G-O-W-N-P-O-D. And join our Facebook group, the Recapping Gown Fan Club. Um, we'll keep the discussion going in there all week. If you guys have any opinions or memories of the movie, we'd love for you to jump into the group and let us know what you think. But if you didn't like what you heard, to quote Ray, drink your mochaccino. Sing along to Celine Dion. Bah. Take it easy, millennials. We'll see you next week.